Why, hello there again, it's me, Lark the Vampire, and I'm back with a brand new episode of my podcast, Vampire Diaries. So, I thought this time I would go back to the year of 1912, yes, 1912. So, it was April, I managed to win a ticket in a little bet, it was a ticket to the new world even though I'd been to America a thousand times at that point because I've lived that long and I've been around the world a lot. Anyway, it was a ticket for a ship. A ship called the Titanic. So I boarded on board the Titanic with the poor people because they were below deck and well that's just a good way to travel for us vampires you know out of this sea out of the you know, the sun. So anyway, me and two of my young boys, well, two young vampires that I'd made in the 1890s who were travelling with me because I was mentoring them and what have you, and we were on the Titanic, heading to New York. For me, it was again heading to New York. And it was a great voyage, a great ship. It was indestructible made of iron and powerful and fast. And it was going to last forever. Well, it has lasted forever, but not in the way that they were hoping. Because, of course, you all know that the Titanic didn't even make it through its first voyage. Yeah, that's right. You see, what happened was they wanted to get to New York by the Tuesday in less than a week. So they went up north past Ireland through the North Sea, you know, the North Sea and the North Atlantic, where there was a lot of icebergs. And because they were going so fast, they hadn't enough time to miss the iceberg. You see, there's some common sense that they should have been using. First of all, the Titanic was going at a fast speed. If it was going slower, it would have had enough time to miss the ship and well miss the iceberg and then not sink and also it brushed against the iceberg which did damage to it because in those temperatures of water the uh, iron was like frail glass and it broke and well it started to sink Uh, at first they had control over it They were able to drain the water and stop it from sinking until help came. Of course, the nearest ship was about three hours away and, well, they were getting all the rich people off first, mainly women and children uh, first. And, well, (laughs) let's just say there were not enough lifeboats. One of my lads did the sum in his head and, yeah... But they thought that they wouldn't be needed, and I thought so too, but no, they were buggered. But because they were young, well, they looked young, about... One was 18 when I turned him, you know, um, Edward, and another one, um, Bello, who is uh, who was a little Hungarian chap. He was about 20, and he was about... and Bello was about 18... Uh, They managed to manipulate their way onto a lifeboat and got on there. But me, I told them I'll be fine, because as a vampire, I'm immune to the cold waters. 
So anyway, everyone was in crisis. The poor people were fighting their way through to try and get onto a lifeboat, but there was never going to be enough for anyone. There were over 2,000 souls on board, and I wasn't one of them souls because I don't have one. So anyway, um, there we were on that night, around 2am in the morning, it was sinking, and I was just being calm. Yeah, I was being calm, even smoking a cigar, you know, whilst everyone was panicking and in crisis. There was one man that was just drinking away, thought if he's going to die, he wants to die pissed, which I can't blame him for. Apparently the bar had just, you know, let all the drinks go free. But unfortunately, there were some people in the ship that could not get out and were stuck or stranded. Some took their own lives, some just huddled together and made the final moments count, including an elderly couple that I met on board. And some people and that, it was just kind of heartbreaking. But because I'm a vampire, I turned off my emotions and, well, it was tragic and this of course would go on to be a tragedy and fascinate one of the greatest filmmakers of the last century <sighs> ah, i'm just drinking some fresh b negative my favorite flavor so anyway where was i oh yes so the titanic so there it were. It set off from Southampton and was heading to New York, but it didn't even get to New York. So yeah, I was watching everyone around. Even the you know the violin quartet played. Even when it was time for them to go, they knew that they weren't able to go, and they stayed on board. They they were meant to keep the people calm, but that lot of good that did. There was even a priest that was praying and holding hands with those that were stuck. Terrible, terrible time. So many fearful souls, so many people you know, perishing. And all the people on the lifeboats could do was watch. Anyway, yes. Um, but before all that disaster, the Titanic was an ideal cruise line. I mean, every now and then I would hypnotise my way into the posh people and mingle with them check out the function suites and everything and yeah even have some fun sexy time <laughs> oh yeah there were there weren't just me that was the only vampire there were a few other vampires on board that were making their way to america and some of them were willing to go down with the ship even though we didn't need to worry about freezing to death or drowning so anyway yeah I know I keep saying that so anyway, but that's that though. But yes, the ship sank to the bottom of the ocean and there we were. Well, there I was, surrounded by people f paddling and swimming in their life jackets and all going mad. It would have been no use for the lifeboats because if they did come, they would have just dragged them under with the weight of them. Though the boats, the lifeboats, weren't properly full, they only half filled them. Also, the owner of the ship got off before any panic broke out, which raised suspicions. See, they say it was sunk for insurance fraud purposes, which, well, 
I'll leave that for the history books and you historians and what have you to decide there. So I was there in the middle of the North Atlantic Ocean. Now, it was a very calm ocean and there was no thick waves or anything. It was just really freezing from the iceberg. And that iceberg is there today, I think, from what's left of it. I mean, global warming and all. But, yes, a lot of people died that night, and I remember it. I remember them all dying and then seeing their souls hovering above me. Now, as a vampire, I'm a supernatural being and I'm undead. And then there's other supernatural beings that aren't dead but can still see ghosts. And let me tell you, I can see ghosts. I see them all the time. I'm like the kid from The Sixth Sense. I see dead people, but... A lot of them know they're dead. But yeah, I remember seeing so many ghosts that night hovering above me, making their way to the new world. And they were determined to get there. And some of them did. Some of them made their way to New York and then they crossed over to the next part of the afterlife. I remember that much. But anyway, there I was, surrounded by the dead. I was immune to the cold, so I wasn't freezing. And then, when everyone was dead, a lifeboat paddled by with some sailors and crew members, calling out to see if anyone was there, if they could be heard or anything. I then wove over, and they got me. And then there was another one, a drunk guy, who was so intoxicated he was, you know, his blood was flowing and the alcohol kept him alive. He was that drunk guy I saw earlier that night. I thought, good for him, you know, looks like he won't die after all. So basically, if you wanted to survive the Titanic and you're a human, you had to get absolutely drunk. There was another lifeboat, I think, that picked up uh, one of the vampires that I saw, the other groups. Some swam their way to the nearest ship. Anyway, I was on board there, the lifeboat, and I was, well, like I said, I'm immune to the cold, but I could still have done with warm blood in my veins. So I said to the sailors, I'm sorry, and then drank a pint from each of them. I had about six pints of blood, and I was much warmed up, and I thanked them for their donation, then hypnotized them to forget this ever happened. I even drank a bit from the drunk guy to get a buzz from his blood. So there we were, on the vessel, I actually found my two boys and, uh, you know, we were reunited. Anyway, we then stayed on board the boat that we got on and we continued our journey to New York and we made it. And there I saw it, the ghosts from the ship, those who died, going to New York and then a bright light opened and they went up into it and crossed over to the afterlife. Some of them wanted to stay behind and be ghosts, because, you know, there are some ghosts out there that do like being ghosts, and they don't want to cross over. They like it too much, like my sons. They hang around the ghost dimension, and they can cross over any time they want. They just like to come and see me every now and then. Same with my first wife. Anyway, when I arrived in New York, I was greeted by Yakumo. Yeah, my wife. She was there, uh, you know, and she heard of what happened, and, yeah, we were good for a while, reconnected for a bit, 
stayed together for a couple of years, but then the war broke out, and that's when me and my boys returned to Europe to witness the war and feed on human blood, because we love wars, because, well, like I say, we can go there and, well, feast on the dead, because people die left, right, hand, centre. I ought to tell you that sometime about the... You know, the First World War that I witnessed and the Christmas truce. I'll tell you that another time. Also, I'll tell you about ghosts another time. So, yes, the Titanic. History has gone on to remember that event and has had many films made about it and documentaries. Now, some people say the Titanic was hit by an iceberg. Some say it was blown up. Well, of course... I myself do know what really happened. Because some people say that there was no you know, iceberg in the North Atlantic. Some say it was a faulty gas line that blew up and sank the ship. But I'll leave that for you humans to decide. I mean, I know what happened really, but sometimes you humans love a good mystery that is unsolved. I mean, I even came across Jack the Ripper at one point. Shh! I won't say anything about that, but there was something about Jack the Ripper that, well, remains a mystery to humans because you're not ready to know stuff like that. Anyways, the Titanic adventure that I was on, it was, it was an adventure. It was paradise on the sea and it was heaven. For a while, anyway, till it sank. And it still remains there to this day. I mean, the bottom half, they never found it. But uh, the front half, they have found, and it's gone on to become a memorial. And it remains that way to this very day. Half the people of the Titanic that died, they were given, well, empty graves, but still, memorials in Canada and bits of New York. It's sad though. Some people went there for a fresh start and others, well, it ended in tragedy really, didn't it? Of course, I saw the film in 1997, Titanic. I figured this is just a bunch of fiction. Well, I guess they had to do that, but the event itself was true. And there were people that lost their lives that night. Even the captain of the Titanic, he knew that he was doomed. I, I bet he was pissed off as well because he was one voyage away from retirement. But as the rules and laws of the sea go, a captain must go down with its ship. Because they must be the last soul off board and he knew that he wasn't getting off board and was stuck. And went down with it, remembered as a hero basically, to some people. Captain Edward James Smith became the inspiration for Birdseye's face, that is, Captain Birdseye. Yes. <laughs> Captain Birdseye. If it wasn't for him, well, his, what he's become known for, you wouldn't have Captain Birdseye. So, yes, the Titanic. It's, you know, a hundred and ten years on now, and it's still fresh in my mind because 
I'm a vampire. I've lived through it all. I've seen many disasters. Even been in some of them. I've been around when some happened. But, uh, yes, I can never forget that event. And there were many survivors over the years, including one survivor who was just a baby when it happened, and tells story. well, she told stories of it. But, uh, that's gone on to be a disaster in history. And over time, in time, it'll go on to be like Pompeii. You learnt in the history books and everything, like now. But of course, it's no longer a living memory. Well, to immortal beings it is. To me and those vampires that were also there. I think they had a few werewolves. Well, one werewolf on board. He managed to survive too. Uh, anyway... That's the thing with being immortal sometimes. You have to witness the bad things with the good things in history. And the Titanic is one of them. Maybe in time if I live on more and I keep living, I'll still remember it, but it'll go on to be a distant memory. But, like I said, it's still fresh in my mind because I'm all there. And I still remember it. Anyway, I think I've said all I needed to say now about... The Titanic and this week's episode. So, yes, there you go. That's it for this uh, week's episode. Have you enjoyed it? I want to thank you all for listening and thank you all for coming. I have been Lark the Vampire and this has been my Vampire Diaries. And I've told you about the Titanic that I was on. So, I will... Well, here... Well, I'll talk to you all next time in another episode. So, until then... Don't have nightmares. <laughs>